Hello and welcome back to another episode of InCheck with Fintech. This episode is a special one coming to you live from Money 2020 Europe in Amsterdam. Today we are joined by Anthony Oduol from Verto. Verito is a global B2B payment solution that helps businesses send money to anyone, anywhere. Using a purposefully built tech infrastructure and payment rails, it allows customers to instantly send and receive money in over 200 countries. Today, Verito helps over a thousand customers from startups, small and medium enterprises to large corporate companies convert millions of dollars per year. Our guest Anthony is the CTO, CPO and co-founder at Verito. Prior to joining the company, he has also co-founded two companies in the education and investment space and has spent over eight years working in the finance industry for the likes of Bank of America, Barclays and Lloyds. All right, well, welcome everyone to a special episode of uh, InCheck with Fintech. Uh, we're um, recording today live from the Money 2020. We're in the Money Pot. We're joined by Anthony, uh, who's the founder of uh, Verto uh, FX. Yep. Uh, Anthony, welcome to this uh, special episode. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you. Um, I always ask a bit of an introduction because I think the best person to introduce themselves is the person themselves, basically. Yep. So, who's Anthony? Well, um, I'm a co-founder of Verto FX, as you said. Uh, basically, I'm responsible for anything to do with the product, the technology, and the growth. So, you, you, I'm the person you can call a CTPO. <laughs> yes. Um, for lack of a right word. Yeah. So, that's me. Obviously, before uh, Verto, uh, my background was in banking. Like, banking for about 10 years. Uh, like, tier one bank, from investment banking to doing some product delivery and solution at the end. And is the solution part that I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we're going into Verto. So, that's what I do at Verto today. Did you do, I mean, and we'll talk a bit about Verto, uh, obviously, but did you do FX-related work as well before when you were no, in the banks or not? No, no, okay. no. A bit like product that um, you can say it's like investment product. And some of them is how you either save money or you get richer if you're a client. So, it's kind of FX because you're trading, but yeah. it's not the same. It's like a different asset class. Um, but on the personal life, yeah, I do FX on the personal life. So I actually trade FX on, on, on my side, um, so which is why I have interest in FX. And when you think about FX as a role, it's one of those um, probably only single products out there that is still very archaic in the way it's been done in the bank. It's the same buy and sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have the right content, you don't get the right pricing. And that's what we want to remove. Like, we want to make it easier, increase liquidity, it shouldn't matter where you are in the world. You should be able to get access to any currency and trade globally. So, yeah. Makes sense. Is that also kind of the founding story where the idea of Virtu FX came from? Or how did this come about? Because I think you guys started four and a half years ago, am I right? Yeah, the idea of four and a half years ago, well, we launched literally three and a half years ago. Um, so, the idea actually came over a game of poker with my co-founder. Um, uh, so, we were obviously playing a game and we always talk about business ideas and so on. Um, this was a point where I was transitioning between banking to do my MBA. And um, I told him I'm going to quit my job and he was doing exactly the same thing. Um, and we both did. And he started a Remington company, I started a prop tech company. And over again, we were just talking and I was like, oh, by the way, I'm having, or oh, I'm seeing this problem in the guys that I'm trying to solve problem for. Mm-hmm. So he was Remington from UK to like, Africa. And his girl, some of, some of his friends was asking him, can you help me do Remington away from Africa? to pay business transactions, like, why? <laughs> and I to, when he told me, so I asked the same question, why? And it's like, oh, it's not easy, it's difficult. So when they were called me again, I was like, why don't we just build a marketplace solution that almost, if you can, remove the bank in the middle. And that's how we started. Exciting. So it started with the two of you. Yeah. 
And then did you build the tech yourself as a CTPO or not? Yeah, I mean, initially you have to build all the MVP yourself. Yeah. Um, probably not proud of it. <laughs> um, but let's say it, it proved the concepts. It's like, um, what's the analogy? It's like having a, before the, what you see before you see a baby, right? It's not fun, but when the baby's out, <laughs> you enjoy the, uh, having the baby and you grow the baby, right? So, yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So tell us a bit more about VirtuFX then. What do you guys do well? Cross-border payments, obviously. It sounds like remittance also for Africa, but give us a bit of a rundown. What do you guys do? Yeah, we, we're a pure B2B platform. Uh, we focus on cross-border payments. Mm -hmm. um, potentially, we want to be the one-stop shop for financial or any company to come to us. And if you want to pay someone, get paid, do an FX, or literally do anything to do with finance, that's the aim. Obviously, today we thought uh, we've gone through a few products. So one of our core products is the foreign exchange, which is FX. So we have about 51 currencies. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? It means that between that 51 currency, we have about 20 something that emerging market focus because that's what we want to solve. We want to actually solve a lot of problems in emerging markets, so Africa, Asia, South America, and so on. Um, we have a ability to give our clients, again, business client, ability to collect funds globally. Mm -hmm. So you can be based in, in Amsterdam and you have clients in the US. Rather than having to go to US to separate its entity, get a local bank account, those you don't need to do that. Like we can give you a local USD account for your clients to pay you locally and you can keep that money with us because we are EMI licensed with the FCA. So your money is secure. Yeah. Its clients are gated. And whenever you want, you can then obviously swap that dollar to pounds to euros to Kenyan shillings and do your payment to your suppliers or pay for payroll and all of those things. So it's like a one-stop shop for a business that not necessarily finance business to come to us, e-commerce, marketplaces, and users. Um, with that product, we have a platform, which is like a UI-facing, a mobile version as well, or API if you're a tech company that you want to integrate into your ARP solution. Makes sense. All right, okay. And is it mainly focused, so you talk a lot about emerging markets, right? Is that the, the core focus? Is it indeed emerging businesses or businesses from emerging countries coming to Europe or to the US and the other way around? Or is it also US, Europe, US, Asia? Exactly. It's, it's both. All right. It's okay. both. So, I mean, like, we, we start off ours from, from the UK. So, we probably have one of the best solutions for business payment out there in the UK. Um, but the market is so saturated. And, and if I'm going to be honest, like everything you do, you, you have an imagined increment in existing solution. Imagine market is literally ground zero. And we want to change that dynamic. There's no reason why I should be able to pay someone into South Africa and they should be struggling to pay me. Yeah. And that's what we want to remove, obviously on the business side. Um, but our solution powers other businesses that are focused on the consumer side. So we're not trying to run away from consumer. We just want to be like, okay, build that infrastructure, connect the rails that allow other people to use us to do the, the same solution, but we don't want to kind of deal with the consumer side because we have people that are doing that, doing that already, but we want to power them so they can provide cheaper FX, faster payments, and everything else in between. Oh yeah, so it's pure business decision basically. You yeah. said we focus on businesses rather than on yeah. consumers. Yeah. And you have 51 currencies now, right? Yeah. I'm not, I don't know how many currencies there are worldwide. Do you know how many currencies are worldwide? Uh, what about... About 190, if you think about 190 official countries. Wow, that is insane. <laughs> yeah. Is, there, is it difficult to add currencies or is there a specific reason why you have 51? Or Very good question. I think um, you can add every currency you want. Yeah. I think the, the key part is, um, I also can you can any of the currency map with any of the other currencies? So if you have 51, in our case, you can map any of the 51 against 50. And a lot of businesses don't do that. And that's a lot of pricing engine behind it because oh, yeah. there's a lot of 
price movement, you have to make sure you have liquidity. So the idea is now about having the number of currencies, how many of those currencies can be crossed with each other. And if you do imagine market where a lot of the currencies are illiquid, so liquid means that you probably have the currency, you have the amount that you want to exchange, but to get the foreign currency might not be easily accessible. Uh, because you have to go through the oops and maybe regulatory or there's just no one that wants your currency yeah, yeah, in yeah. some cases. So having that currency is not just the answer. It actually can, you know, and of course, it can the clients in Zimbabwe use the Zimbabwe dollars to, do you know what I mean? So yeah, makes sense. Yeah, That's where the, the nuance comes in. Is that what makes this so complex? I mean, you talk about uh, four and a half years ago, you guys launched three and a half years ago. It wasn't really there. Mm. Why is that? Do you know, is there no one who came up with the idea or what, what makes it so complex? I'm sure that there's some sort of barrier, right? That holds people back from doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, like FX in, in, our, in our world is not actually regulated. It's the payment that's regulated. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of people, when you think about it, it's easy for me to say, I'll take your euro, here's my pound, right? Yeah. But I need to get it to you somehow. And if I'm not physically next to you, something has to happen. And that's where the regulation comes in, the compliance and the local registrations from central bank of those countries and so on. Um, some of them rightly so because uh, I would say in the past a lot of companies they go into like a smaller countries, they do good business and they repatriate all the funds. So it's almost like you don't leave anything to actually grow the company. So some of those countries are well, it's not new but they try to restrict money and live in their country. Yeah. It, I can say probably a bit too extreme sometimes <laughs> because all you have to is put some rules in place ensure the right taxes in place and so on and everyone's happy but you have to do what you have to do so that's where the complexity actually comes in it's not on the exchange itself it's on delivery of that exchange yeah exactly and now when you think of on our side where it's a business transaction like no one is trying to change their euro to pounds or their dollar to Kenyan shilling just to live in an account it's because they need to pay suppliers for a good that's coming or a service and so on and there's a time management aspect like if I needed to pay you for a good to be delivered tomorrow you probably want your money before you send your goods right? yes <laughs> exactly um, and the current solutions are accept- earlier very archaic in the sense that if I use my local bank it might take two weeks and that two weeks is like very big question mark <laughs> because yeah. anything can happen in between you're not going to send the goods you already probably made manufacture the goods you're not going to sell someone else so you have to tax me more now suddenly I have to find my money to pay you. Um, so it, it just affects the whole, uh, what you call it, the chain of just buying and selling, which is meant to be very simple. Exactly. Yeah, well, in principle, it's very simple. But yeah, uh, yeah it turns out that there's many other factors that come into, uh, into play, right? What about the exchange rate risk? Is there a big risk or do you say, no, if you want to um, trade currency with us, then this is the fixed price, even though it might be delayed by a couple of days? Or how does that work? Yeah, so that's, that's one of the things that we want to make sure the client never have to feel like, oh, there's a risk. So when you come in and you have to swap, um, what, you, have, you have your own currency, you give us an instruction through a platform that, hey, I've got... 1,000 euros and eight dollars, and that dollar seems to be paid to my suppliers in, uh, I don't know, USA. Now, we fixed that price for you at that point. And it doesn't matter if the way suddenly collapse 50% or gain 50%, which it can happen, yeah. um, your money is secure, right? Your rate is secure. Your transfer will get delivered at the price that was agreed. So for client, there's no risk. Obviously, on our side, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So this is where we have to be smarter with our own pricing engine. This is what we've built. So this is our ensuring that when we give a price out there, 
we obviously can back up that prize without taking any risk as well. So uh, I won't go into details of that, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's basically the mode. Yeah. This is where your FX trading kind of interest also probably comes in handy, yeah, right? Exactly. So exchange rate risk and hedging and, and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, that makes sense. Hey, you talk about licensing as well, right? You have an EMI license now with the FCA? Yeah, we have, yeah. Probably going for two years now. Yeah. Is that the only license you have, or do you need to be licensed as well at other places? How does that work in this? Uh, yeah, I mean, business? in the past, when if you have an EMI license in the UK, you potentially can passport. You actually can passport before Brexit. Um, obviously, now in Europe, um, we're working on getting um, our own license. So I think we're halfway through the process. Um, so the way our solution works, because we do both sides of the trade every time, um, wherever that we want to originate from, we always ensure we get licensed or get some partnership in place with the local bank that mm -hmm. is licensed to do right. exactly that. So um, it's one of those things that if you're not licensed, you potentially might be breaching some regulation somewhere <laughs> and you don't want to do that. <laughs> so at least if you do it, you get caught. It just means that our clients that trust us to deliver something suddenly have a poor experience because you don't you didn't do it correctly. So, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Great, man. All right. And what's next for you guys? I think you now 60 people. Is yeah. that right? Yes. What's next? What's going to happen? Is there something exciting that you're working on, or what, what's the plan? Yeah, so, I mean, like, the, this story started with, with, with uh, what you call it, an FX. And what we've done in the last three years is we've built some amazing infrastructure to just, to, like, expand the idea of cross-border payments. So, recently, we launched a product called Global Accounts. And it sounds very simple, but why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, imagine, like, again, you, you're, you're based in, in Amsterdam. And um, you have, uh, let's say you're selling on, on, online, you're selling out on Amazon or Etsy. Now today, the way it works is that your clients, your customer might be based in the US, might be based in Europe, might be based in Asia that's buying your stuff. Amazon is charging them locally in a local currency. Yeah. And then because you're based in Amsterdam and your base currency is Euro, they will automatically convert whatever currency uh -huh. yeah. into Euro. Now, what you're selling is probably not manufacturer in Europe. Maybe you're getting supply from China. So when you get your euro back, then you have to convert to, I don't know, if you work lucky, CNY or dollar to pay that suppliers. It's like a double whammy in yeah. effects. Number one, that FX price is not good anyway. And it's like twice you get charged. We remove that pain point. So you would literally you would tell Amazon, here's my local account in Singapore dollars in USD. Just pay my USD. Don't convert for me. And I can do whatever I want with it. That USD is sitting on your virtual wallet. And it's a real bank account in your company name that any of your clients can pay money into and you can pay out of that. Great. And that is literally like what we call a global account. So the idea is like to connect global account into a local account. So it's like global local. Yeah. Just because you're somewhere far away shouldn't mean that you shouldn't have access to a local solution. So a local solution sometimes is like it's faster. If someone is paying you like in euro to euro, you get money in a minute. Of course, yeah. So why should it take three days, ten days, bank charges, a lot of things in the place when you can just do it locally? So that's that's basically what the solution is. How complex was that? Was it because you already had that infrastructure it was rather simple? You said the partnerships with local banks who can hold the money for you and stuff like that, or how difficult is it? It's it's a, it's complex in terms of the technical side of it because mm. um, every bank's every relationship, everything that we're building is not like a one-stop shop. And every bank have their own restrictions, their own internal policies and things like that. So if you, again, using just an example, a business, you can't just go to every global bank and say, give me an account. Because what, we're too small. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, if you're not doing a couple of billions a year, they don't want to talk to you, right? So again, that's where we come in. We can go to those banks 
yeah, understand that solution. Most of the time, it's not actually fit for purpose, but we re engineer that solution in a way that it makes sense. And that is complexity, ensuring that when you're using the road that belongs to a big bank or like, is the your payment goes through successfully mm -hmm. because we understand the restrictions, we understand the compliance, the solution, they trust us to know you as a business. So we do a, a very complex KYC, KYB on you as a company. We're continuously monitoring you as a company, like transaction monitoring, checking your payments, everything, so that they trust us that we actually do more than what they do. Yeah. But we don't realize that because we make it simple from, from your point of view. It's just a click a button, everything's happening, and yeah, that's it. So it's a complex product, but it's complex because there's so many moving parts. And that's what we try to do, like simplify that moving parts into a smaller solution. From your point of view, it's just an account. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. From my point of view, as a business, it would be one-stop shop. Where for you, there's all sorts of connections going on. Which exactly. Is, uh, exactly. And and basically, if you the, the one of the probably added benefits like is a company should be able to grow globally without having to worry about every nuances of every market they're going to, mm -hmm. especially on account side, on finance side, and that's what we want to basically give. Yeah. Like a cross-border one platform that you come into, everything is single sign-on. And it's the happy days. <laughs> so there's more products to be built on top of that. Yeah, this is just the beginning, basically. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. Um, we, we're not in a rush. Uh, we get a lot of uh, requirement from our clients, literally on daily basis. Can you do this? Can you do that? Some of them we probably have the solution because we're a tech company. We're always building something. But yeah. it might be the case that we haven't released it. So we get some of the clients to do a pilot, test it out, get feedback, and when we know that it's actually really good, then we do a big bang. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, you go. Yeah. So global accounts, is it live yet for everyone or is it still kind of in piloting phase? Oh, no, it's live. Like, it's been okay. piloting for like six months. So we actually launched wow. about two weeks ago. Um, I mean, the pilot thing for us is because, again, it's a global solution, right? And every solution can't be global. No. <laughs> in true sense, so you have to test with a lot of different clients from different jurisdictions, ensuring that you, it's doing what you should be doing without breaking any rules or regulations and so on. Uh, so it's been live for, for about two weeks in terms of like Baybank. Um, any potentially anyone can get access to it, but you have to pass the KYC, KYB first. Of course. Um, and we have a lot of uh, monitoring solution in place as well to ensure that even for you as a customer, you kind of feel safe that person paying you is genuine. True. Yeah. And it's not just like <laughs> us. Like yeah, you don't want some random people paying you into your account and then take your money out. Yeah. So security is top on our agenda. Compliance is top on our agenda. And solution is probably number one as well. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you work with all these other financial institutions, like like you said, you have to make sure that you are compliant and are secure and are doing proper checks, right? So exactly. That makes uh, that makes total sense. Hey, you have a booth here at the Money Twenty Twenty, I yes. think. Yes, we do. Uh, is a F eighty two. F eighty two. Good. Yeah. So it's just one of from here. So yeah, if you guys are listening, come come talk to us. Um, any question, happy to answer. Uh, if not. Just bring your business. Exactly. Yeah. If they can't find you here or another money 2020, where should they go? Where can they find you? Um, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter. If no, um, literally, uh, I mean, that's probably the only thing. FurtoFX.com, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The website. That's probably yeah. the best way. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And if you want to talk to myself, my co-founder, we're actually very, very friendly. So yeah, just just message uh, any of the email you, you have uh, on from the website. As for us, we jump on the call with you on email, on Zoom, and happy to listen to your problems or your your feedback. Cool, man. All right. Well, thanks very much. Great to uh, have you on the show. Uh, great to have you here. Uh, also, the Money 2020, obviously. And uh, have a good rest of the show. Thank you very and much. And good luck with everything at uh, Thank you. FX. Thank you. I appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of In Check with Fintech. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the like button and leave us a comment below. We'll be having more industry leaders soon, so don't forget to subscribe as well in order to keep updated with the latest episodes of our podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner Free a Girl, who are dedicated to fighting child prostitution and impunity all over the world. Hi, I'm Evelyn, CEO and founder of Free a Girl. Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away together with their youth, family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freegirl.com for more information. Thank you.